Welcome to Observe and Retort. My name is David Henry. And I'm Luna Stjerneby. And we are bringing you week 45 of 2020. Holy shit. How many episodes is this now? 15 or 16 or something? 16, I think. <gasps> Look at us go. No. <gasps> uh, when, wow. Okay, yeah. I'm actually <laughs> just a little caught <laughs> off guard by that. But that's very cool. That's very yeah. cool. Well, it is Tuesday today. It is Tuesday. It is the third. We're a little bit late. It is the first Tuesday of November. Which means nothing to us at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing big is going on. Nothing. Nope. At, at least for this podcast. We don't care about it. Mean We're not going to. It's fine. It's officially a banned topic. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you goddamn dare. I'm not, I don't even know what you're. I'm just. The people need to know what day it is, David. I'm just giving it to them. We're a bit late this week. Yes, we tried. Had a little corona scare. Shit. Well, also, but we actually tried uh, recording on Sunday remotely because uh, okay, we sorry, both had... Two things happened. Okay. Someone had a little corona scare and then someone had a little technological... Difficulty? Incompetent. Yeah, Incompetent. Difficulty. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> We tried, and I had my nerdy boyfriend help me out, and, well, he tried, and uh, it's, you know, it didn't, it just, I need a better mic at home. I need a better setup. Actually, I just want the same setup as you. I just, I'm, when I get money, I'm going to buy this podcast thingy also, and I, because it's just nice. It's nice. you got gadget envy, I understand. I do. It happens to the best of us. I'm... I'm guilty yeah. of the of the envy. <laughs> oh, I want to tell, yeah, but uh, but now we're here. Everybody's fine. Now we're here. You're fine. Everyone's great. You're healthy. Yes. Yeah. I feel like you had more of a corona scare than I did. Well, I was with my family uh, celebrating my thirtieth birthday, and my sister reads a text, and she's like, "Oh shit, our neighbor has corona." I'm like, everybody just took five steps away. Like, who? Um, what? What? What did you? Uh, what? Yeah, okay. And so, um, yeah. So my sister got tested. She, it's negative. It's all fine. It's all fine. It's yeah. also it's another banned topic. So it's another thing we should. Oh my god! How about. dare I? Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. But it's difficult talking about anything in 2020 <laughs> when you can't talk about uh, Corona or the thing that's not happening today. Totally not happening. I want to prove to you that it's not difficult to not talk about either of those things by prove telling it. you okay. about South Korea. Let, okay, we're getting into it. Yeah. Okay, we're doing what this. What a segue. I thought it was so <laughs> smooth. You're like, so oh, good at it what now. a pro. <laughs> oh. Slightly ruined by emphasizing how much of a pro I am with my You know what? I do it all the time. I say being humble is out. Yeah. I know we're in Denmark and yend alone is a thing, but fuck it, man. You're smooth as fuck. You 90% that segue. of our listeners don't know what yend alone is. Google it. Google it. Give it a goop. 90% of our listeners will not be able to spell yend alone <laughs> to effectively Google it. Why would you just say it? I don't know. There's that at is, least two letters in there that are wrong. That is my... Okay, in English are wrong. Yeah. They shouldn't be such a imperialist. It's my Danish wrong. arrogance that I'm just like, yeah, whatever, Google it. It's fine. Yeah. You can totally Google it. It's not a problem. I'm sorry about it. Yend alone is a thing. Danish people are... It's hating tall poppies. Basically. Tall puppies? Poppies. Poppy, All flower, puppies are good. Puppy. Puppies. <laughs> oh. The flowers. Oh. Right? Oh. If one is taller than the others, then it gets cut down. Right. It's like it's being standing humble. too tall. Not thinking you're too much of the shit. It's not cute. Yes. Yeah. The Antelon's all about ensuring that you don't look too good. Mm. You don't look too bad. Mm. You fit in. Yeah, you're just beige. Yay, fun. Supremacy of mediocrity. Yes, that's how we do. We're so proud of it. Wow, just winning. Winning at the the nation thingy. Mm-hmm. Totes, 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 totes. Ugh, we're so boring. But do you know where they don't have that? South Korea. Oh, shit, he did it again, y'all. <laughs> Double segue. Well, now you got to get it. Suggested the first one failed, but we're just gonna... <laughs> because we got so we're just so proud Sorry. of you. Okay. 
The Sounds of Barks. So this is from uh, the Sounds of Barks? Thomas Maresca in UPI, United Press International, which is like a Associated Press style okay. Okay. Uh, a journalism agency. So the sound of barks, whines, and squeals ran throughout the farm in a rural area on the west coast of South Korea as dogs packed in filthy cages and holding pens Aww. reacted frantically to the presence of any human that approached. Mm. Some 170 dogs, mainly <gasps> Korean jindos and mastiffs, have been bred and raised here for slaughter in the dog meat trade. <clears throat> but last Thursday, they were given a new lease of life as the farm closed and workers from Washington, D.C.-based animal rights group Humane Society International <gasps> arrived to rescue the dogs Puppies. and bring them to the United States for adoption. Look at the American scout. It's like, we're going to take care of it. That always turns out so well for them. <laughs> but I will say with the puppies, you go rescue the puppies. Go rescue the puppies. It's fine. Yeah. This is the 17th farm closure in South Korea that HSI has facilitated. Okay. And the latest indication that the market for dog meat, a traditional delicacy in South Korea, mm. is rapidly declining. That's yeah. good. That's what I'm talking about this week. Oh. Korean dog meat farms. Shit. Okay. So. Uh, dog meat is not illegal in Korea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The practice has been around for more than a thousand years. Uh, but most people in Korea do not eat dogs. Okay. Do you know the percentage? Uh, I'm, I'm all getting some stats in a, in a little while. Okay. About okay. some polls. I'll sit tight. Uh no, I'll get into it right now. So, <laughs> you found it. 2018. <laughs> well, you know. Was, yeah, yeah, let's scroll. Yeah. Yeah. Mix it up a little bit. A 2018 <laughs> poll by Gallup said that 70% of South Koreans haven't consumed dog meat and won't or won't eat it in the future. Okay. Uh, this year, that's risen to 84% of South Koreans either haven't or will not uh, consume dog meat. Good for them. 59 respondents in the most recent survey, said that they support banning dog meat. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Which the Korea's dog meat campaign manager from this charity Mm. said she thinks it's the first time, Nara Kim is her name, she thinks it's the first time that more than 50% agreed to ban the dog meat trade. Things are moving in the right direction. Definitely. So I have a cute little quote. Is it a picture of a puppy? No, a quote. (laughs) From farmer Kim Il Hwan, who's been in the industry for some 40 years. Mm. He said, it's been really difficult the past five or six years. Dog meat consumption is really low and is getting lower. I don't think anyone under 50 <laughs> eats dogs anymore. Oh, poor Kim. Millennials killed another goddamn industry. Yes! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... We can't get jobs and shit, so we may as well just do something, you know? <laughs> yeah. So he said, uh, he said that the media coverage of the animal protection movement has changed people's minds so much, there's no future in dog farming. Uh, so I assume when the bunch of American charity workers turned up and said they'll pay him to stop dog farming, yeah. he was like, fuck yes, let's do it. Let's oh, fucking go. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do you know how much he gets? Like... It didn't say how much he's getting paid to stop. Plan? It sounded like he's going to go into construction. Good for Kim. Uh, he actually said, um, he added that his own attitudes towards dogs have changed. Aww. I feel sorry for the dogs. I don't eat dog meat myself anymore. I'm happy for the dogs now. They're going to a good place. He's just been crying every time he's slaughtered. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, why would you? <sighs> if you're in... An industry where you're making all of your money, right? But those puppy eyes. The puppy eyes. But then again, like, I I know I'm a hypocrite because I, I understand that people feel this way about pigs and, like, and cows. And, like, I get it. I why, get it. Why are, you, why are you going there already when I was just so going to absolutely skewer your <laughs> hypocritical nature? Because I'm I'm very much aware of this. And I, I, I do I get annoyed with myself. But it's puppies with the puppy eyes. The <laughs> puppy eyes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, it's tricky. Well, it's not really tricky. I mean, you've ruined all my discussion points. By yeah, <laughs> you, I know I how you love to point about. out I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> right. That was the whole whole reason I picked this story. Oh, you just been just looking forward to it all day. <laughs> to uh, be like, 
Pigs are as clever as dogs. Mm-hmm. Do I know, and they're do you, cute do you, as fuck. Do you eat bacon? I do. Yeah. I do. I. Look but it's you. like, yeah. As do I. I'm not a vegan. I'm absolutely a hypocrite as well. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, everything I say, it's going to sound silly. Uh, I'm not very good at cooking, and I. I mean, I'm getting better. I very much have gotten better over the last couple of years. And I just, uh, we've been like very much easing out meat from our consumption. But uh, my mom used to make a dish when I was a child, which is like called Lurat, which is, it's not a dish. It's just like in Danish, it's like the favorite dish, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, and there's bacon in it. And I'm sorry. But I can't, I can't summon my mother through spirit if I don't put the bacon in there. It's not the same. Mm. It's just not the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying that's a great argument. <laughs> I'm just saying what the reality is. Uh, but I, I mean, uh, yeah. But I feel like, look, I think it, it, we're all hypocrites in one way or another. Mm. Right? But... I try to be a consistent hypocrite, mm. and that's why I'd eat a dog. <laughs> You're the hero we deserve, David. <laughs> no, I just feel like, I think, uh, in, in my hierarchy of, of, you know, ethics. Oh, you have one of those? I have a hierarchy of ethics. Nice. I considered it for a whole 20 minutes this week. <laughs> I feel like... That's a long time. Eating meat is actually not as bad as dairy. Okay. Because uh, you can have a, a happy life as, like, if you had to give me a choice mm. between, obviously, I'm talking about. Like daily torture so of your nipples. <laughs> ethically sourced meat, right? I'm talking about if, if you have a choice, right? Mm. If you could give me a choice between being in a field, living. Yeah. Then being slaughtered at some point, mm-hmm. I don't know when, but at some point being slaughtered and people eat me mm-hmm. versus yeah. being impregnated all the time yeah. so that I was producing milk yeah. and forced being milked yeah. by strangers. I feel like being milked by strangers is probably in like my bottom 10 of most desired things. But I mean, cows, like, if it's not going to be strangers, like, it's not going to be their friends, you know? Like, it kind of has to be <laughs> a stranger. <laughs> you know? I'm not suggesting, as an alternative, we should get cows to milk each other and, like, pay them for their goods and services. <laughs> see, now, that's the trick I want to see. That's the new yeah. industry. Revolutionary. <laughs> this is so stupid. At the point that you're voluntarily... <laughs> like you're trading an animal's labor for a, a fairly negotiated wage. Now I'm just I taking away jobs. Like a who, lot of vegans would be like, well, <laughs> if they agreed to it. If there's consent. A, if there's full consent, yeah, then yeah. that's a very different thing. Yeah. And I'm saying, if you gave me a choice, mm. I would consent to being murdered and eaten long before I'd consent to being milked and forcefully impregnated i'm happy that i know that about you now it's, david yeah. i agree i well and you know what no one's gonna milk a dog so i think instead some people in florida disagree you know i don't think you can say that <laughs> uh be careful because if you can think it it's probably already happening it's probably that's, happening that's as we speak yeah that's horrible Ugh. But I mean, it's a, uh, yeah, it's an important subject. And uh, God, I, I I don't think it is. I don't. Oh, wait. Do you mean dog farms or the whole concept of the ethics of the latter? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I think when dog farms were important, I was like, I just feel like it's not that many. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How many dogs did we really? Do you know how many? Dogs there are that need adoption in the States. There's fucking oh, tons. Yeah. And now they're flying over <laughs> these, how many did I say it was? Uh, 170. They're, and they're, they're all traumatized. 170 dogs. They're all traumatized. They're probably all, well, it's difficult to say, but if you've been 
growing up in that kind of environment, you know, you're not a happy, healthy dog. Of course, like you can do a lot of things to to change that and like make them have a happy life and everything, but um yeah, it's not going to be like a, an easygoing dog. But <laughs> My dog is not even not. an easygoing dog. It's <laughs> a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare I? It's very facts. true. He's getting so much better. He's being a good boy. He's being a very good boy these days. Okay, I've heard I, I don't I don't walk him, Jens walks him. <laughs> I do everything else. Not everything else. I do other things. I feel like if your purpose is uh saving like improving or saving animal lives. Yeah. Then the cost and effort involved in saving these 170 dogs mm. probably could be spent better elsewhere. Also, if we're going to talk about ethics, how are they going to transport these animals? How are they going to fly them? Are they going to, what, like what's... They've already been flown. Oh. To Maryland. Well, there we go. Yeah. That is, you know, also not great. Yeah. But if I was a vegan activist, this is, like I wouldn't be saving the dogs, mm-hmm. but I would be highlighting it at every single, not to like... Not to say we should stop the dog farms, mm-hmm. but to say there is really no difference between these dog farms and the cows and the pigs that you're eating. So if you, sure. so highlight would be like, if you've got a problem with this, mm-hmm. next time put some googly eyes on your burger and stare into its soul. But they're probably not cool about the pigs thingy and stuff either, the people rescuing the puppies. Do you think so? Don't you think they're like diehard vegans? It's hard to say. I don't know. It's hard to say. Maybe, I think a lot more maybe it's just are... a bunch of white women named Becky. It's like, we're going to save the puppies. This is very likely also. Because <laughs> they just want to put some sweaters on them and make sure they're fine. And, you know, I'm all about it. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot more. There was a while on, on fucking Facebook, but uh, <laughs> a few years ago. I don't remember even how many years ago, where all the time on Facebook there would be dog farms in China. Oh, yeah, I got those. Videos yeah. all the time. And people gave way more of a shit about that than they do about cows. Yeah, because they're eating the cows, David. Yeah. Yeah. But cows have friends. Cows get tortured. I know. But we don't really see that. We're so used to the, you know, we're so used to eating them and consuming everything they do you know well not the doo-doo but you know, you know the other other secrets anyway <laughs> that's horrible. now i just made five new vegan people just from listening to this episode yeah just from listening to me saying that so yeah you're welcome <laughs> just saving the universe <laughs> bit by bit I just, I, my best friend is vegan and she's amazing. Not like, I'm not saying vegans are, sounds, I know a lot sounds of. Sounds like a butt is coming. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. I'm just happy that like, there. I know a bunch of different vegan people uh, and they're very like different attitudes, like with anything, with yes. anything that is like a principle or whatever. Uh, actually, oof. Uh, should I say this? Mm, well, fuck it. I'm going to say this. I have a... Well, we're not friends anymore, but I know a person <laughs> who um, I saw that he wrote in a comment because everything was going on in Poland right now and with the uh, anti-abortion and everything. And I have a feminist acquaintance of mine who put out a picture of her um, wearing a T-shirt where it said, stop uh, forced uh, pregnancy. And he, you can, yeah, you know what's going to happen. You see the opportunity he wanted to to grab here. And it's very on brand for him. Mm -hmm. Very on brand. Uh, How do you feel about the fact that he wrote, well, actually, he just linked to... How to make your own oat milk. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, uh, 
okay. Um, and he was like, yeah, well, it's the same thing, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I really appreciate that that you're doing this work or whatever. Like, I, I really think that's important, but this is, like, grossly. Like, this is just... She was very polite. She was like, I do not think that this is appropriate or, like, this applies right now. Also, it's just... I have a general issue when you're talking about a political issue or something, a fight for something, and then somebody inserts themselves to make it about something else. And I do understand the link. I do understand the link, but I think that that is fucking disrespectful as hell. This fucking white guy being like, well, actually, here's the fucking... Like, fuck you, dude. Like, go and have this... Like, I'm all about that conversation, but what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this in this kind of space right now? Because he sees it as the same thing. Yeah. Well, obviously he does. And that's... I feel like... I understand. I understand why that is happening in his mind. And it's also because I know him, and he's very aggressive about these things. And it's just like... Yeah, but wouldn't you be... Sure, I would. I'm a. I am aggressive. I'm just like, as much as. (laughs) Let me just phrase my words carefully. Passionate people Mm -hmm. can be very fucking annoying. Yeah, that is a simple reality. Do you want to tell something to my face, David? (laughs) 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 You want to have this discussion now? I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And if I was, the thing is, like, mm. I've eaten a lot less meat and than I historically have. Sure. And uh, if I was to go vegan, it would 100% not be for animal welfare reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be a lovely side effect. But the reality of my life is. Climate. Yeah, that would be why. But the reality of my life is, you know, we we all have a limit of things that we can give a shit about. Yeah. And as much as I would love to pretend to be an endless source of empathy, and if I was an endless source of empathy, Mm -hmm. it would go way past animal suffering. It doesn't reach that far. My give a shit meter caps out (laughs) somewhere before that stage. I... I get it. Is, uh, but for the things that my give a shit meter, like that are right at the top mm-hmm. of the meter, mm. I'm sure I'm fucking annoying too. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so, like, so if these people are out there, it's like with Jehovah's Witnesses, right? Oh, that is, yeah. He's if very I that. Was, <laughs> I was a Jehovah's Witness and I thought, like I genuinely believed that... There was a chance that me being out there and talking to people could save them from eternal damnation. Yeah. Wouldn't you be out there? Wouldn't you be like, like if about someone this told Jesus me, it was something I don't want to do. If someone told me that eating a bowl of shit might have the chance of achieving world peace, even if I wasn't sure, mm. but they put the bowl of shit in front of me and it was slightly plausible. There was like this 1% chance. I might just go ahead and eat that bowl wow. of shit. Wow. Wow. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, if That's I genuinely believe... I'm learning a lot of things about you today. You know, <laughs> I just need to clarify that I'm never going to think it's plausible no matter what you say to me. Like, okay. If you say to me... Okay. Eating and drinking this glass of water has the opportunity to solve world peace. I'll probably go, mm, don't trust it. So, <laughs> I'll never drink water I, again. I don't know what's wrong with that. But <laughs> my point being, I feel like if you are genuinely of such a... Conviction. Yeah, you're so convinced that, that this is... But also, it's not the same as... Uh, as um... Are you going to say it's not the same as abortion? No, no, no. I'm just saying that, you know, we know that killing animals and doing these things is not a good thing. It's not like believing in a dude we can't see, you know, just to, you know, it's not, it's not totally comparable. I do understand the example, though. I think it absolutely is comparable. 
like animal suffering and believing in Jesus? The conviction is comparable. I think that the the desire to go out and and advocate for it. Okay, that like isolated do feeling you of that, okay. Do you believe that letting I need a more general. Does one believe <laughs> that letting Jesus into your heart, uh-huh. right, would is the moral choice? Do you believe that not murdering animals for me is the moral choice? Like this, on a very simple basis, the conviction mm-hmm. in a moral foundation mm-hmm. and the belief that it will improve the lives of the people you share it with is the same. Ask me again. <laughs> I didn't even ask you. I made a statement. Okay. You questioned it. And I was You put to- a question mark at the end of that sentence. <laughs> the do you believe part was, that's why I said. That was a share one, quote. A yeah. general con- I know you don't believe in Jesus being against animal suffering or basic decency. That's not what I'm asking. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> There's no expectation that you believe letting Jesus into your heart would help you. Because you're going to think... I used to be a believer. Okay. In Let's not get into getting... it. I was a child. My mom was sick, okay? That was how it was. That's, that's fair. That's for, that's for next week. We talk about sad things from our childhood. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no. I'm not really a um, yeah, religious person. I can't say anymore. I, also, I just feel like we do all this shit for... Uh, cute animals. This is a separate point, right? But mm-hmm. I, how are you? Feeling I mean, this that? again. This shows my human centric uh, attitudes. Yeah, to some degree. But I just, I do get annoyed when we do all the shit for cute animals, mm-hmm. but we don't do stuff like insects. No one donates to. They save the bees because bees are cute. But like, are bees cute? I hate bees. Well, I like them because you know we need them, but I don't want them around yeah, a me. A lot of people think that bees are really cute. That's true. My best friend uh, does. <laughs> there you go. Everything goes back to her. So I'm excluding them from the normal insect. But no one fucking donates to a save the horsefly campaign. Oh no! Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> like, also, they're called a horsefly. Who wants that? No thanks. <laughs> but insects are absolutely essential to our continued existence. Oh, whereas polar bears or pandas. But look at them though. Or look puppies, at the fluffy dude. Puppies, polar bears, and pandas can all fucking get in the sea. Like, <gasps> <laughs> all Scandalous. of them. <laughs> how can, how can I you bet you? Say? I bet you that those three get like <laughs> fucking a hundred times, mm. more than a hundred times, a thousand times the amount of money that insects get. And if all the insects die, we'll actually be fucked. Whereas if every I single agree. puppy, polar bear and panda on this earth was to <clears throat> die, mm-hmm. it would be a Tuesday. But also, <laughs> okay, you, maybe not a Tuesday. if we're talking <laughs> about puppies, if we're talking about dogs, yeah. I understand the polar bear, uh, not quote, quote, argument. Yeah. But if we're talking about dogs, I think a lot of people's mental health would fucking plummet, especially right now. Because dogs are really making life better for a lot of people. I mean, I agree. But do you know what really keeps your mental health in check? Being alive. Not being in a fucking apocalypse, (laughs) which is where we'd be if we didn't have insects. What the fuck do you mean where we would be? Have you looked around? We're in like stage 0.5 of an apocalypse. Oh God, this is so depressing. (laughs) (laughs) When all the insects die. Yeah. And... Yeah. All of our crops die. Yeah. And all of our... Then... Then you'll be then eating we'll your puppy. Talk. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So much hair in my mouth. It would be... And Bonsai... It would be a normal Tuesday. Bonsai is. Bonsai. Goodness, puppy. Yeah. Has very little meat on the little fucker. So... Yeah. A lot of hair. A lot of he hair. He looks thick. But Way it's all hair. hair. than meat. Yeah. So you best get it's saving like me. No, that's not true. That's, that'll be... That'll be fitty-fitty. But, yeah. <sighs> Was as, that as was that my, the whole thing? My, you know, I've, I've that's finished, a good one. I, I like that you bring shit up that we can discuss. It's, it's almost intentional, huh? <laughs> huh? It's almost like I should be doing that. 
What, you don't like my wiener stories? What's wrong with you? <laughs> what? Why are you making this so difficult, David? Are you bringing a wiener story? Is that what you're I am it? not. I'm actually oh, going for... Oh, my God. I know. Uh, I did look. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not for a lack of effort, but here we are. Uh, and also, I got a new computer. And um, so I have my notes on my computer. Usually, I have it on my in my notebook. Uh, and now you're like, oh, no. Luna has a new note situation. Yes, I do. Sit tight. I'm going to try and do my best with my <clears throat> with my different note taking, you know. Okay. So, my story this week uh is about uh a charity boss jailed for using her organization as a front to illegally traffic migrants into UK. Yes. Yes. Okay, and it's written by Sarah Parker. So a charity boss has been jailed for using the asylum organization that she founded as a front to try and bring illegal immigrants into the UK and force them to work on cannabis farms. So she's very chill. And it says, mother of three, Pranvera Pranvera Smith. I'm going to call her Smith. Because I don't want to butcher her first name. But that's just what we do here. Mm-hmm. Why are you fucking with the program <laughs> by not butchering a well, name? Well, I did try. I, it's not like I just say, oh, I'm just going to call it Smith. You know, it's, I did try. <laughs> and also, what's with the mother of three thing? We talk about a lot of men doing a lot of shit, and it's never like, Peter Smith was a father of five, and he... Fucked a tree. Like, that's not really... Why do they never say that? I don't know why that's the first thing. Well, you know, you can... I mean, with the usual stories I, I do. It's yeah. My head went there, you know. Anyway, this lady, Lady Smith, let's call her that. She's 47 years old. And she set up the Freedom to Stay Foundation in 2014. And she had previously gotten a 10,000 pound lottery grant for her, quote, work. <laughs> yeah. So she claimed that this organization helped the new arrived Albanian asylum seekers to find their feet by applying for benefits and care money and, you know, making applications so that they can stay in the UK. You look Question. confused. Yes. Asylum seekers mm-hmm. from Albania. Yeah, yeah. Are there asylum seekers from Albania? Well, apparently she's Albanian. She she's been in the UK for a while, but yeah. she's Albanian. Yeah, there well to yeah. I would think are, asi- from Albania you would be an immigrant but not an asylum seeker. Mm. But maybe I'm just at least not in the last it I don't said know how many so years, in last the, 10 years. Yeah. It said so in the article. So okay. I'm just, you know, passing on the information. Um, yes. So the thing is that it is thought that she had made at least 130,000 pounds yeah. uh, from migrants that she exploited by charging them with like a price list for these like services that she would give them which is like securing benefits and housing and lodging asylum applications, you know, which would probably be, be free. But yeah, yeah, I'm still stuck on this. Like <clears throat> 20 years ago, there would Google obviously it? be ones from Kosovo. Yeah. Which is next to Albania. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know the situation today. Okay. But if you want to Google it, if that'll make you... I don't think Google will answer this question for me. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I think it's a... Do you think you can be able to to move on and focus? Never. (laughs) No, I just, in the the migrant debate, Mm -hmm. right, there's a lot of uh, sometimes intentional mixing between what an asylum seeker is uh, versus what an immigrant is, Mm -hmm. right? Versus Mm. like, 
yeah. the uncertainty over who counts as a refugee. Right. And so it's interesting to hear of asylum seekers from a place that you're not necessarily expecting asylum seekers to come from. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah, if it's that significant that enough that you can <clears throat> have uh, <laughs> enough of them to fill your cannabis farm. Well, she had a plan. You know, this yeah. lady, she made it, she was determined. And I bet she told herself that she was real nice for doing this. <laughs> it's so mean. Like, so she also, she turned a blind eye to the fact that many of her clients were being used as indentured workers. And for the people who don't know what indentured workers mean, is that it's an employee with a, within slaves. a, what? Means slaves. Basically, slaves. slaves. It's slaves. It is slaves. It's slaves. Thank you for that. Because I was going to give you like a Wikipedia. You can have like fuck it. Yeah. No, fuck it. Slaves. It is slave labor. Oh, yes, very much so. Slaves. <laughs> slaves. Uh, yes. So. Indentured work, it sounds real nice, you know, if you don't want to admit that your yeah. slaves are slaves. The thing is that she was like, oh, yeah, welcome here and, and uh, I'm going to help you. And oh, I'm just going to ignore the fact that you're being used by criminal gangs. Who had brought them to the UK. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. It's not a cute look. It's a, not a, it's a more common issue than you think. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Yeah. Just, I remember in the UK some time ago, them having this big campaign about car washes. Um, car washes? Yeah. Okay. Like where it's done by a person. Like mm-hmm. if a person is manually washing your car. Yeah. And saying if it's below like five quid or something for them to wash your car, it's it's impossible for that to be like it just means guaranteed everyone there is a slave. Mm-hmm. And these are like normal things that people didn't realize. They're just they're getting their car washed and like, wow, I'm getting a great deal. And then the people who are washing your car are being taken back to caravans and mm. And they had to do like a national huge <sighs> campaign because mm. this was such a big and common issue of having people being enslaved car washes yeah. staffed by slaves. They did a national like multi-year campaign, mm. which is wow. crazy in like. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. Oh. It's crazy that people can hide in plain sight. Yeah. For so long. That. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like you go around and you're just like this, this can't possibly be real, but it is. Oh yeah. Oh, what a depressing note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So I hope you've got an uplifting weekly. What the fuck? <laughs> Ooh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was uplifting. Some puppies got saved and then I took it to a depressing place. <laughs> Very much like, like, fuck you for liking your puppies. <laughs> Thank you, David. <laughs> okay, so some of these enslaved people, let's, well, or what do, what do we call them? Indentured workers, sure. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Uh, some were working to repay 10 to 15,000 pounds uh, fees to, to crooks, it says. <laughs> working at car washes, there we go. Or cannabis farms. So, yes, yeah. so enlightened. Uh, where they also. I didn't know about the cannabis farms. No, uh, I didn't know either. But so, yeah, they were also uh, risking being attacked and, you know, beaten up by the rival criminal operations. So, all in all, a shit deal. Really, like, fuck, that is horrible. Yeah. Uh. So, in November last year, Smith and another man, 44 year old Flamour Daka, that's a cool name, I've got to say. Yeah, it is pretty. It's uh, like, wait, is he a bad guy or a good guy? He's a bad guy, dude. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking shame. God damn it. <laughs> it's not like Sam they ran away together and him? he talked her out of it all. That's not what's coming after this, unfortunately. That's a fucking cool name. It is? For a piece of shit guy. Yeah. Wasted. On duty. Okay. So... They tried to become the people trafficking the people. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So they're like, you know what? Let's get let's get into this. Mm-hmm. And they were conspiring to bring big ass numbers of migrants across the channel in the back of trucks. Mm. So they're like, let's get our hands dirty. Yeah. Great idea. Because who has empathy and dignity? <laughs> that is so overrated, right? Make a quick buck. Okay, so they both admitted to conspiring to breach immigration law uh, at a previous court hearing in back in August. Well, that yeah, the, this August, I guess. So, nope. Yes, the trafficking spanned eight months to July 2020 when the pair were arrested. After smuggling, uh, after a smuggling run that ended with a 21-year-old migrant being rescued from a truck by Belgian police in the port of Ghent. Yeah. Ghent. Yes. So that's when the, the little party ended for them. It's too bad. They were also fucking. <laughs> that's a side note. It doesn't really matter. But they were just having like a... Do you think you, just, you see them being in this like, oh, fuck man, we're just like, we're just doing this. We're just like entrepreneurs. And then they make out. They're like, ah, we're just horrible people. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I see. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, Judge Christina Montgomery. I, I'm sorry also for that. Said that Smith's charity had been founded legitimate had been founded legitimately, but yeah. but you know it's strayed, it's strayed. It's happened to the best of us. You know, you know it, we've all yeah. started with some some good intentions. Yes, gone out, uh, open you know, heart, shaking a bucket to yeah. try and get some money at Christmas for enslaving people. You know, it's just <laughs> the natural course of business. You know, how have we? You know. That's what happens, right? I just wasn't expecting it. I wasn't. I was going to talk about, you know, some innocent little corruption. Then you just jump to enslaving people. Like, yeah, okay. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Well, they started that. Anyway. Yeah. So it's like, oh, but you strayed in, when in November 2019. Uh, wow, that's some very... Weird shit I've been writing there. I don't know. And you know, I'm not liking you here. I don't even know what the fuck. So, the commissioner firmly reprimanded Smith for advising migrants when not authorized. And that happened back in November 19 or something. Because, like, you're not authorized to do that, bitch. So, you can't. Uh, The Crown's barrister, Mr. Weaver. It's just funny with British words. I'm just... <laughs> barrister. I don't know why it has to be like Maggie Smith. I don't know. That's British person to me. That's what you all sound like. Thank you. Is that, is, is that racist? <laughs> How dare you say we all sound like Dame Maggie Smith. It's horrible. I was told today uh, that it's so lucky I don't have a London accent because they can actually understand me. And I had to explain, I do have a London accent. It's just, there's a lot of London accents. And yeah. if you're thinking of like Cockney, mm-hmm. like a really strong... Oh, can East you do End, it? No. Please East, do it. I can't. Really? Firstly, I can't do any accents. In Secondly, English? <laughs> I can't do any accents in any language. I'm not good at accents. Secondly... But it's a dialect for you, right? Does, is that, doesn't that make it easier? No? Dialect and accent, there's a... Basically, no line between those two things, okay? One is just a more fancy way of saying accent. That's fair. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> like, I can't switch between... Oh, oh, it's a dialect. It's been slightly more... <laughs> a slightly more scientific difference, so therefore I can suddenly switch. I see. I see that. I didn't anyway, mean to accent shame being, you. That's from a very specific part of London that I'm not from. Yeah. If I could do accents, then sure, I could do it the same way. If I could do accents, I could do a one from Liverpool, but it wouldn't make a difference. I would it's fucking not, kill to hear you try and make some other dialects. It would be any, amazing. any stage. Can, I don't do accents. Well, I don't do that either, but I do. Yeah, I absolutely do all the time. <laughs> but I'm so Your bad at voice it. voice is a fake accent. Oh my God. <laughs> That's mind-blowing. 
But is it though? Because how how else am I supposed to speak English? Uh, like a Dane rather than like an American. Yeah. But that would be weird because I learned through television. But so did every other Dane. No, they didn't. Well, maybe. But, well, fuck me for being good at one thing, right? <laughs> I can't have this one thing. I'm supposed to uh, speak like this because I think uh, I think the listeners would be uh, you can't even do very a much happier. Uh, well, that's... You sound like a German. How do you have a no, German that's English? No, da- like, that's what my that's dad not, sounds like. Is your dad a, a from southern Denmark? Like No, he's from Felixberg, like, bitch. So southern, <laughs> we mean... Germany? <laughs> Germany? Perhaps. <laughs> Everyone knows that there's Upper Denmark. My father, no, my father is not German. He does not speak like this. He, uh, he speaks like this, and that is different. Uh, and I think you agree when you, when you uh, hear it like this, but when you hear it like this, it is but different. That's like a Bavarian accent, whereas the <laughs> other one is like a different German accent. <laughs> But that's it's a day. It's a day. Well, it's also it, it depends on if you're from Jutland or you're from Shilland, uh, Zealand, whatever. Yeah. Uh, because things just gets forgotten. There is a whole island I can't in the that. middle of Denmark yeah. that people just they're like, oh, it depends if you're from the oh, yeah, left part people. or the right <laughs> part, and this entire part in the middle we're just gonna ignore. But it's funny we forget. are ignoring yeah, them, but also the the butt of the joke always because they're hilarious. Like they're. It's just funny. They have some. They have funny, but I. But I just am not familiar with that because I don't have family members that are from Fune, so I've not grown up with that. I've grown up with the Copenhagen uh, dialect, and I've grown up with like mid Jutland dialect. But it's funny. My family is kind of a clusterfuck. My sister is super like she has a thick, thick Jutlandic, mid Jutlandic dialect and my dad he's like he was he you know grew up in Copenhagen and everything but he's been in Jutland for a while so he's like confused <laughs> but then my dad's family's over here yeah I, you know it's all a big clusterfuck um my colleague keeps telling me to uh put on a British accent and I'm really struggling with how many times I can explain to him that yours is a British accent but he, it's like when I last went back to the UK yeah. Like I went back in August, no, September, um, briefly. And he was like, when you came back, you had such a strong British accent. I'm like, I always have a strong British accent. <laughs> it's just, if it gets more so when mm. I'm around Brits, then yeah, of course, I've softened it over time. Sure. Because I've lived outside of the UK for six years now. Yeah, so, that'll do it. But I can't just artificially put on a voice. If I artificially put on a voice, I'm just going to sound like this. And it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Same I sound like- <laughs> okay, firstly, that was not the same voice. <laughs> you just just altered the the pitch of your voice a tiny bit. But exactly, was, I just no. sounded like a fucking no. See, now I shamed you. Now you're never gonna do it again. Ugh, rookie mistake. My bad. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be shaming. I just thought yeah. it was cute and hilarious. Yes, but that's what we do as Danish people. We're very demeaning, and I apologize. Well, not demeaning. It's more like we think it's very. It's like when people speak Danish who are not Danish. Yeah. And we are like, oh my God, thank you. And it's horrible because then people will never I've try never and had speak. That experience. Really? I wish people said that when I speak Danish, it was cute. What do, what do they tell you then? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it in Danish, but I realized most of our listeners aren't Danish, mm. so they couldn't understand. Mm. So I started and then went, oh, no, let's say the word in English. It was a very confusing experience for my mouth (laughs) i also i need a moment to i think i can i'm becoming better at giving it a moment instead of instantly going what the what the what uh but i think it's also because usually then i'm talking to somebody in english and then all of a sudden they're saying something in danish and i'm not ready for that i thought we're speaking english and i'm so confused so i have to to switch and that makes but i also think that because denmark's so small Mm. and just not that many people speak Danish. Like, in, if you grow up in London, yeah, then you've probably heard a lot of different types of English. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard, like, 
Indian English is absolutely valid English. It's its whole own type of English mm-hmm. with its 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 own dialect, and it's really cool nice. and different. Can you do you, it <laughs> again? I can't do any accents. When are we going to get this? I was going to keep asking. I'm sorry. The same way as you know, American English, Australian, and but mm-hmm. if you haven't ever, if you're from, you know bumfuck nowhere in the uk some tiny village yeah and you hadn't ever heard indian english then you'd probably be like this is confusing sure because or if probably the same thing with like american like there's mm. there's americans who say that they can't understand brits like on tv and stuff and you're like well if you'd experienced a bit more of the world then you definitely would be able to understand this because mm. i've heard so many different englishes yeah i can i can Put Your together, ears have to get used to it. You can get to used it. to it. Yeah. Whereas Danes don't don't have the opportunity to hear so many different Danishes. Well, we do have a, not that a many. bunch, but of course it's limited because no we are a small cut. But you can hear if people it's are less. From, yeah, but you, in London you can hear whether some like. But sometimes I didn't understand what the fuck my grandfather was saying because he was like, you know, from the countryside or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, what the? F-? Some people when they can place you down to like a village. Mm-hmm. Based on your mm, accent. Mm-hmm. I've seen two But the British, who, you're amazing at this. Like, it's uh, it's unbelievable how many different dialects I've you have. seen someone genuinely who was able to place whether they were... There are, like, two villages of, like, 5,000 people. Mm-hmm. And they were able to place the guy wow. to which one of the two. Wow. Based on listening to him for a few minutes. Wow. So, if you have that kind of variation... You need to get out more, all of, of you. <laughs> That's the takeaway from this. Oh, right. I was telling a story. Wait a second. Are we not on to weekly? What the fuck? I feel like... Aren't we on to weekly? What the I have, fuck? like, a full page left. Okay. What? I'm just gonna... You know. Give us the, the key details. Where top, did I... Top three <laughs> bullet points. Oh, shit. Don't do this to me. Come on. Don't come make on, me... Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. So mean. (laughs) Key points. Key points. Okay, if you want me to cry, keep going. Resume. I don't remember. Okay, wait. I need to find my place. Resume doesn't even mean that in English, so that's not even... Mm. So, the Crown's Barrister. That's where we left off. That's how this shit all started. (laughs) Why did we get back there? Mr. Weaver said this was... Sophisticated criminal activity on the part of Smith. You know, I don't like people saying that criminals are smart, but I get what he's saying because he says, uh, uh, quote, it involved inside knowledge, but also contact with the criminal underworld, particularly the Albanian criminal underworld. Yes, she had connections, I guess. So, she had earlier pleaded guilty to supplying one kilogram of cannabis to what she didn't know was a undercover police officer, which is just yummy. It's just yummy. I love that. Uh, Daka, the dude she was um, fucking around with, he was a hospital porter in Dudley, and he previously admitted a charge of supplying Class A drugs after passing a covert officer uh, 0.15 milligrams of cocaine. (laughs) Like, they're just giving police officers drugs, basically. <laughs> Dudley is the exact kind of place that I was talking about when I said, you know, mm. they may Dudley. Uh, struggle with accents they haven't heard before, mm. which would be basically any accent outside of Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just shitting on random places in the Sure, UK you're going to make some enemies. But also, isn't that what we're all about? No one in <laughs> is listening to this. Uh, we're losing no the vegans. We're losing the, the non-vegans. We're losing people in Dudley. It's a tough day for us. It's a tough day for Observe and Retort. <laughs> all of our listeners are in Dudley. It's just it's a double-edged sword. Okay, here we go. Hmm... Yes, the pair was caught after an undercover sting operation by West Midlands Police Regional Organized Crime Unit. That's not a long word. That's fine. Yeah. We call it Roku. Roku? Roku. Sure. 
uh, yeah, where two uh, officers worked covertly for months and like became their friends. And it was like, yay, we're not police officers. We're, you know, cool. We do drugs. Probably had a good time. Let's not, let's be honest. Uh, a lot of the <laughs> spies in the British police has kind of been a big story about them. They keep impregnating people. And what? 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 It's not even. It's not even getting to that. It's just what is that a thing? It's like a problem now. There's just bastard police children out there. Yes, there's a whole bunch of police that investigated vegans. In fact, were some of the people they investigated investigated a whole bunch of people who were not criminals but just activists and fucked and them had long-term relationships with them so they could ingratiate themselves because obviously if you have a long-term partner and a child clearly you're not a narc and <laughs> then when they uh that's how you prove it well like within the group if you've had a baby with someone else in the group then clearly you're very committed to the group oh my god and then when the assignment ended they just disappeared <gasps> including people only finding out why they disappeared when they saw them on a documentary and <gasps> went, oh my God, my basically husband was a fucking cop and isn't dead. The fuck? Also, why are they investigating vegan people? Oh, because they're Don't they are going to like blow up farms or something. Well, also, the police were like encouraging them to blow up farms. <laughs> of course they were. Ugh. Ugh, don't get me... Started on police. Okay. <laughs> I have to fucking finish the story. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, they fucked over a lot of people. And, uh, yeah, they had this price list that was headed charges where they uh, they claimed that they offered it for free, like the benefits and the application and all that, but they were actually priced between like one thousand pounds and four thousand pounds. Fuck these people! And uh, yeah, she never paid a penny in income tax. Obviously, so Smith has been jailed for five years and four months, and Daka has been jailed for four years. And so the judge said. I accept your charity. No. <laughs> I can't. I'm just fucked up the, the word already. I accept your charity was at first a legitimate one, you but it has bit. strayed. Thereafter, my view is what took over was financial motivation. By giving up what you had created, you were going to lose huge amounts of money. Like, is she empathetic to this? <laughs> I'm confused by this, this woman. Anyway, I'm not going to, yeah, whatever. Smith was also handed six months for supplying cannabis, and Daga was given the same tariff for supplying cocaine to be served concurrently. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. That's that's that story. See, I should, I should just do dick stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's my comfort zone now. <laughs> Like, is is it a peen or a feces story? I can do it. Well, yeah. How do you feel? Uh, Confused. (laughs) I feel. 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 Yeah. Would you like to roll straight on into... To weekly what the fuck? Weekly what the fuck? Wow, 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 wow. What? It's not even that late. You know, your neighbors fight. <laughs> okay, hit me. Okay, I go first. Go. Man shot in Russia in argument over Kent. Not cunt, but can. Like can't with a K. <laughs> like the philosopher. Oh. oh, to be fair. I fucking hate Emmanuel Kant. Like I Let's not get into that now, David. We don't him. have the time. So much. There's any philosopher. Don't make me shoot like, you. If you are a big fan. Oh I hate him. Uh, but this happened in Moscow. Uh, and it was an argument over the theories of Kant, and it ended in a man actually being shot in a grocery store, which is fucked up. So, yeah, because 
one of the guys that shot the yeah he decided to to shoot um rubber bullets several times at his opponent the man has been detained and the victim was taken to the hospital and his life is not in danger he's okay but that sounds like a heated fucking argument yeah about philosophers I mean, I. But was it justified <laughs> by? <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> what we really have to do is mm-hmm. we've got to think about the intention rather than just the act. Do we? <laughs> if his intention was good, what though? Then maybe the intention was obviously to shoot him, him and cause pain. I'm I'm confused. It's a joke about because cats. it's the theory. Yeah, I get it. Doesn't matter. It's just. <sighs> I'm an academic I, I and would, a, if I, I love philosophy, I'm gonna make a little. <laughs> if I can go back in history and punch one person in the face, it very well maybe Emmanuel Kant. Wow. Yeah. Obviously, if it's just one a punch, per- right? You can't. Guy. But you can't use a single pun- like a single punch to someone who's actually. Okay, you Terrible. have two minutes to say what your biggest problem with him is. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I, can't, I will I can't, not. I can't do it in two minutes. We'll be here in four hours. Bullet I've points. Just Bullet written, points. Just Three not, points. Just not. See, start it doesn't a feel good, does it? <laughs> so we'll start a philosophy podcast and I will scream about how he's a piece of shit for four hours. Ooh, watch out, philosophize this. You have competition. <laughs> Right, all I'm giving you is a headline. Okay. Uh, I don't want to discuss any more than that. Okay. Man mauled by Black Leopard after paying for full contact experience. Who would have guessed <laughs> that that would be the outcome? He got a full contact experience. I don't know why he's <laughs> suing the fucking so-called sanctuary. Oh, girl, don't get like, yeah. You know, you asked for a full contact experience. You got you a full contact got experience. It, girl, yeah, Fucking... yeah. That's my weekly. What the fuck? That's it. I'm done. I have another one. Can I tell? Oh. <laughs> it's short. Also, yes. um, did you hear that a woman uh, with a gun at Disneyland? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Disney World blamed her six year old for uh, possession. Possession is in exorcism the, or possession is in pos- possession drugs? of the gun. And she's like, gun. oh, no, it's, it's you, you didn't mention a gun. I said woman with a gun at oh, Disney World. I didn't hear the... Hey, hey attention. <laughs> it's, it's okay. You had a long day. <laughs> I mean, it's the US. There's loads of six-year-old with guns. Well, of course. I mean, well, <laughs> like, uh, But yeah, so a Georgia woman was found in possession of a loaded gun by the entrance of Disney World, Florida, obviously. She left a bag suspiciously behind a plant. By the entrance. Park security was alerted and they found a 9mm loaded gun with 10 bullets in it. And so they were looking through the purse and the woman was like, oh, what you doing? This is my bag. And then they asked about the gun. She was like, um, yeah. Uh, my six-year-old was supposed to be watching the gun. Uh, and I don't, I don't know why he left the purse there. Like, for real. Just, like, throwing your six-year-old son under the bus. Uh, she also said that uh, no, she was in the process of getting her brother to bring the gun back to the car. So she was fine. It yeah. was fine. Really, no, no problem. There wasn't any dodgy shit going on. But, yeah, so she got arrested and banned from Disney World. That's my weekly what the fucks. And that is our podcast. Yes. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Next. Also, the thing we're not talking about, it's going to be interesting next week. What vibe we're going to go with. <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, fuck everything. Or maybe also fuck everything, but not as depressing. <laughs> I mean, the options aren't great. It's fine. <laughs> You're doing a very, very good job. Of You're really trying to phase me out. Of I'm gonna. I'm just gonna turn your microphone off. I know. Ban topics, Luna. Ban topics. I know, it's very I'm simple. Sorry. Banned topics. It's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't. I won't be. It's the last one. I swear to God. I don't even know what we're talking about. Really. I don't know. Oh. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs>
<laughs> See you next week.